Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. This is where we will be discussing all things fitness and life related and how the two intertwine. My aim with this podcast is to be myself, have a laugh, educate and even help some people along in their journeys. Nothing too serious but an enjoyable listen. And if you're expecting perfection here then this is not the place for you. However thank you for listening and if you're ever looking to work with me in the future or now you can be sure to find me on my Instagram, which is Kira O'Connor Coaching. If not there, you can find me on my website, which is kiraoconnor.ie. And once again, thank you for listening. So hello. If you've already listened to the introduction, you already know who I am and what this podcast is about. But this is my first official episode. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will know how long I have been putting this off for. Um, so everything is not going to be perfect because I'm editing and doing this all myself. So it's going to be a bit of trial and error, girl. So please bear with me. Um, but yeah, basically this is just going to be a little chat. I'm going to try and keep it short and sweet because I don't want to bore you on the first episode. Um, and I also kind of want people to listen to my first episode. So yeah, I won't make it super long. So who am I? My name is Kira O'Connor. I am 21. I'm from Dublin, Ireland. Um, I'm currently an online coach, but I'm also in college as well, which most people I don't think know because I don't really talk about it a lot on Instagram. I don't really talk about being in college, etc. or doing anything in college, but I am in college. I study BESS, which is in Trinity College, and it is business, economics, and social studies. So yeah, that is exactly what I'm doing. So how exactly did I get into fitness is probably the next question. Um... I got into the gym when I was about 15 or 16 Um, I would have been, I'd done fourth year so I would have just been coming out of fourth year and going into fifth and sixth year. That's obviously where I discovered my passion Um, was first going to the gym. But I also was in the mindset of like okay I need to go to college because that's what I, like that's what you do, you know, you try and do really well in school and then you try and progress into college again nothing wrong with if you don't go to college either because I mean I've had so many doubts girls for the last two years I think since I started my coaching I've had doubts about college to be quite honest with you um so yeah this is just going to be a real vulnerable podcast to be quite honest um because you're going to know everything about me so yes back to how I got into the gym it was around fourth year fifth year when I got into it so 15 or 16 um obviously quite a young age you know, to be wanting to lose weight, like, that was actually, sorry, that was the main reason I got into the gym, was because I wanted to lose weight, and I felt like the fat friend, that's how I talk about it all the time, and there's no other way for me to explain it, or, like, sugarcoat it, I genuinely felt like that, um, so I know some people can probably relate to that, or some people won't, I don't know, but that's how I felt, and that's why I wanted to get into the gym in the first place, again, my episodes are going to elaborate on all of this because I have a very weird background with fitness and nutrition and all sorts of things. So yeah, that was how I got into it and I was always the girl who never wanted to do PE in school, like absolutely despised it. Was always last in the bleep test as well, which is, oh, I absolutely despised that. Um, but I eventually, when I got into the swing of things with the gym, I realized, okay, we can cut out some food groups, we can cut out some carbs. And that was genuinely where I started seeing all my progress was like just cutting out food groups left, right and centre, not eating a takeaway. All of the, I'm going to say quote unquote stupid things you do as a girl when you first start the gym. Um, I got really lean because of it. 
and also developed a lovely eating disorder in the meantime. Um, again, I joke about these things because it's lighthearted. There is no intention behind, obviously, joking about an eating disorder. But I do feel like I can joke about it because I've been through it. I've dealt with it. Um, and again, I will talk about this in a lot more episodes. I try not to identify, though, as a person who had an eating disorder because I'd done that for about a year or so after or still dealing with the eating disorder. I like identified as the person who had the eating disorder and I just don't like identifying it with it because like it's not who I am as a person it was something that I developed and something that I had to go through and something that I'm grateful I went through because it now gives me the ability to coach people in such a different way um, and also help people that were like me but at the time when I was in the gym and I found the passion for the gym and I was really lean I was like oh my god I really really want to help people I was like, I don't feel like there's a coach out there who's like me, who genuinely cares about people. Um, Now, of course, there is coaches. I have some incredible friends who are coaches and are exactly on the same wavelength as me, who really, really genuinely care about people um, and they are great people. But at the time, like when you're young and you're naive and I was like, yeah, I'm going to change the industry, which I still do have belief in myself, but... I was like, there's just not a lot of people out there who genuinely care about the individual who's in front of them. So that's obviously where the passion came from. And then I decided I'd do a PT course. Obviously decided to do my PT course when I first in my first year of college. So it was a very hectic time. Um, obviously still dealing with an eating disorder, etc. Um, but again, I'm not going to go into too much detail in my introduction about like the whole eating disorder. Because that could be literally a full episode by itself. But decided to do the PT course in the evening um, alongside college. And it just was not a great mix. Talk about getting yourself overwhelmed. Hashtag stressed out of the nut. Um, no, that was me in my first year of college. Like My mental health was in the drain, let's just say. So yes, I managed to complete my first year in college alongside a PT course. Do not do as I did, please. And thank you. Um... And yeah, I just ended up, I obviously had relapse after the eating disorder. So like a really bad rebound where I put on lots of weight. But it's such a long story. Like this has been going on. This probably went on for about four years because it started when I was 16. And I kind of only recovered when I was 20. And I'm now only 21. So as you can see, it went on for quite some time. So there was a lot I went through in those four years. That again, I'm going to gonna be jumping back to in certain episodes where I'm talking fully just about how the eating disorder happened where it came about like the background of things um which again I I think I'm known for that on Instagram it's just being super vulnerable and open and vulnerable is hard like it is I second guess myself all the time we're even talking about this like I'm gonna listen back to this now and I'm gonna probably second guess myself on some of the things I say because I'm just super honest um but it is scary but I also think seeing someone being vulnerable and relatable is actually quite what's the word for it um it's just quite relatable and it makes the person or the human being look like an actual human being and that was something that I hated when I first started on Instagram 
or even when I first started my gym journey I was like this this girl's body is like when I used to be looking at people on Instagram is what I mean I used to be like this girl's body is like just so not relatable for me but I still went chasing it because I was young and naive and I didn't know anything else and the fitness industry wasn't what it's like now where you have relatable people I follow relatable people anyways I don't know about you who are listening to this um but it wasn't what it was back then basically and I was so naive and just followed all of these people who were so unrealistic um and just constantly shared their body 24 7 I was like I want to look like that that's gonna be me um and I got there but it came with a cost I'm very high cost at that as well but like I said I'm grateful that I went through it um and that's exactly why I'm sitting here today so yeah like I said I went from like a super restrictive diet to then like the opposite end of the spectrum which was like binging you know um and it doesn't even have to be you don't have to develop like an eating disorder I just happen to um but even if you go from like a super restrictive diet you might end up rebounding to the point that you're binging and binging is like a loss of control um yeah unless you can control the restrictive eating for like the rest of your life then you probably won't go to binge eating um now of course I'm not saying that everybody in the world goes from a restrictive diet to binge eating so please don't pick me up like that um but yeah I got through it basically I ended up joining therapy and I also signed up with Saz which is my old coach and that's another reason that I'm probably sitting here is because of Saz so shout out to you because you were absolutely fantastic and yeah just got me through a really really hard time which is why I emphasize on coaching if you are going through maybe something like this like coaching and therapy go hand in hand I don't think I would have got through it with just therapy alone I needed the perspective that Saz gave me on a lot of things food related and also challenged me so much on food things but again, I'm going to talk about this in a lot more episodes because I don't want to talk about everything in my first introduction. This is just for you to get to know me. So now I actually have some questions um, from Instagram that I'm going to go into and I'm going to answer. So the first question actually in here is about HA, which is, uh, girls, I'm just going to be honest with you. I pronounce things how I see them, so I don't think I can really pronounce this. Hypothalamic amor. I'm gonna, um, I'm um, I know, honestly, like, I sometimes I wonder how I'm in college, but I am, and I'm doing pretty well for myself. So please cut me some slack. It's just we're pronouncing certain things. I just pronounce it as I see it. But it's called HA, anyways. It's the loss of your period from being basically too lean, or your body in a constant state of fight or flight. And again, when you're super lean, your body is in a state of fight or flight, like literally survival mode. And I kept my body in that for like probably nearly two years um, of just pure survival mode. So yes, I was actually on, so my journey with HA basically, I have to kind of go back to the pill. So I started on the pill when I was, I don't know, I was younger. Um, but this was kind of before, I was on the pill probably before I joined the gym. And then when I first started getting, getting into the gym for my skin, I was actually put on it for my skin because I had not real bad acne but it was bad to me basically um so yeah I was put on the pill for that then I came off the pill um had my cycle it was all grand until I got really really lean and then I lost it and to be quite honest girls I like I genuinely didn't care at the start that I lost my period I was like this is great no period fucking fantastic but like I said at the start of this podcast I was very naive I followed a lot of things on Instagram um, I didn't obviously understand the effects of it and like it's so dangerous 
to lose your cycle in the first place but then to know how common it is these days that I'm like oh my god the effects that it has not only just on the fact that you've no cycle like no normal cycle you obviously run the risk then of not being able to have kids when you're older and I know that's not something you think about when you're 16 and stuff but like trust me you're probably gonna regret it when you're in your late 20s or 30s and wanting kids um, and then also affects your bones and there's so much more that I could go into but obviously I will do a full topic um, on HA and my journey with it and I suppose um, the, the effects of it and how to overcome it because I mean I could probably go on for another 40 minutes about it and I'm gonna try and make this episode about 20 minutes so yeah that was kind of my journey like I spoke about this I think on Saz's podcast as well like I just didn't really probably care that my period was gone at the start um but then when I started to care and I started to realize that it actually was not good to not have a period I went to the doctor and to be honest all they done was prescribe me a pill to go back on because they were like this will give you your period back which is the biggest load of spoof I've ever heard now I'm not saying every doctor does this so please don't quote me on it but for me when I did that was what the doctor said to me was like literally um go on the pill you'll get your you get your period back like blah 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 and like now obviously I'm sitting here as like I would consider myself a well-educated coach that is not a period at all um, and obviously I'm sure which is great that a lot of girls are a lot more um they have a lot more knowledge now around their cycle so they know that the pill like when you're on the pill it doesn't give you an actual period like that is a fake bleed um that you when when you come off your um when you come off your pill every month or if it's every two months or whatever it's just a fake bleed it's not an actual bleed so for somebody who's let's say in a really restrictive diet can't really and they're on the pill as well and they don't know if they lost their period or not and they're like oh no I still have my period because I'm taking the pill and like I bleed let's say every second month or every month well that's not an actual bleed um so just in case you're not aware of that which I'm sure most of you are but if you aren't there's a fun fact for you so yes the doctor didn't do much about it put me on a pill and obviously at the time I was like grand this is just like I'm gonna get a period um but like it was a full year before I went to a doctor about my losing my period because like I said I genuinely didn't care I was like I'm lean this is fantastic and I have no period how fucking great how dumb was I um so yeah that was basically my view on obviously losing my period at the start which is not ideal so but again you need to remember the age of me at this time so I was 16 17 um when I first lost my period and then lost it for about a year and was still like just I do you know what I just didn't care about anything in that mindset and in that mind frame of like basically wanting to be lean all of the time and just didn't care about anything other than that and my food and making sure that everything was perfect nothing could be out of the ordinary my routine had to be perfect like absolute perfectionist hashtag issues um but anyways as you can tell this is obviously not it's not going to be super jokey but like I am going to try and make things lighthearted because this is not like a pity party like I said I don't identify with any of this stuff really but I do like to talk about it because it creates awareness it allows me to be vulnerable it allows me to relate to girls who are going through the same thing so that's exactly why it is that's exactly why I talk about it the way I do 
So my next question then is, what is the best advice you can give a coach starting out online? Just go for it. Like I threw myself in the deep end and had in the breeze what I was doing. But I knew that, like I said at the start, I had great belief in myself that I was like, I want to change the industry. I can't wait to be a coach. Like I was so buzzing at the start. I'm not saying that I'm not now, but at the start, you're just so, so buzzing that you want to help people and like you have such great belief in yourself. And then like society gets a hold of you and like constantly knocks that belief down. Um, but again, just throw yourself in the deep end is what I'm saying. Just go with it. You don't have to have everything perfect. It's exactly what I was doing with this podcast. I wanted everything to be perfect. Like, I don't even think my introduction is going to have music to it, which is fine. Because I know anyone who listens to this obviously likes me and wants to listen. Um, And yeah, so basically don't wait for everything to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect app. You don't have to have the perfect social media uh, platform. You don't have to have the perfect content. You don't have to have or you never will actually I'm going to go on this. You never will have all the knowledge. You will always keep learning. But as long as you're willing to help people and you have a passion for it, clients will come to you. They will see that and they will want you to be their coach. So the next question then is my proudest achievement to date. So I'm going to say my proudest moment or achievement, sorry, um, is starting my online coaching business and launching my own accessories. So if you follow me since... I don't know, like 2020 when I first started kind of being on um Instagram. Um I launched kind of like wrist wrist straps, resistance bands, um, cable cuffs, all of the stuff that you basically need for the gym. And I launched it because it was something that I always wanted to do. Like I remember first starting a gym and just not having any of that. And I used to be buying like random stuff. I remember I bought like a Grace Beverly. Remember it was like called um I was like banned it was like b underscore nd or something like that it was it was her brand basically I know it's all changed now to something like shreddy but it was her brand and I remember like paying like 40 euro or something like maybe I'm over exaggerating that but it was like 40 euro for like one resistance band and I literally carried it with me everywhere because like I was like 16 17 I didn't have money back then and I paid a lot of money for that resistance band um but I remember always thinking to myself like that is so not affordable and obviously doing the accessories then myself I was like wow people are making a profit off this so I always wanted my stuff to be sold for super cheap because I remember me at like 16 and 17 not like out working could barely like obviously afford I couldn't afford to spend 40 euro basically but I still did it because I wanted it and I think the reason that I'm so proud of it is because of the fact that I always wanted to help people I always wanted to be a coach um, and I always wanted to do my own accessories and I done the two of those things and I'm still doing the two of those things and obviously again not to sound cringe or anything but like I'm so I'm just such a normal person and um, I don't come from anything I would come from literally an area that you'd call disadvantage and there's nothing wrong with that because it's shaped exactly who I am also went to a school that was like quote unquote a desh school so it's like it's known as a disadvantaged school nothing wrong with that because it's the only reason that I'm here is because of the skill that I went to. Um, it's the only reason that I'm in Trinity is because of the skill that I went to again, which I will talk about more um, because I didn't get into Trinity the traditional way. And that's also something that I've never spoke about, but I will speak more about that. Um, but like I said, those two things have shaped me as a person and have always driven me to want more and to be more for myself and just to, I suppose, believe in myself. Um, 
like I feel like when I started the gym I started to believe in myself so much more and I think it was because at the start when obviously yes I was going through an eating disorder but I had a lot of quote-unquote what we'd call discipline and it just it did shape I'm not gonna lie Um, obviously discipline is not a word that I throw around now because of the coach I am but it was definitely um what shaped me as a person and what drove me to end up being an online coach and drove me to do a PT course and drove me to set up my own accessories etc but like I said I don't come from much at all um so yeah um and that's obviously I don't mean that like in a cringe or like sort of pity way I there's another question in here as well on how to find hobbies and make friends in your 20s. Honestly, I, not that I don't have hobbies. I think the only thing I do is the gym, to be quite honest, and now coach people. Um, so I would just think to yourself, okay, what do I actually like to do? Like, I know for me when I was younger, like, I was always such a tomboy, um, <laughs> which explains a lot. But anyways, always such a tomboy and loved sports so like if I think back on that now I would love to play a game of football or anything that really involves sport to be quite honest um but the main place that I made friends in my 20s was from the gym and just talking to people in the gym like I made so many friends out of the gym and now that I'm also in a CrossFit gym at the moment which is just a pure class environment so it's just full of a community I have so many friends from that which is absolutely amazing as well but once you have a hobby and maybe you join let's say a team or you join something whether it's dance classes or art classes or whatever it is that you like I can't tell you what your hobby is because you need to obviously figure out what you like to do um but you will make friends in there and yeah okay so I just stopped recording that last little bit before my mom came in so yes I just live with my mom um so that's another background info on myself but she's making loads of noise downstairs, so I hope you can't hear that. Um, but if you do, please bear with me, because like I said, this is going to be trial and error, girls. And look, if anybody has any tips to give me on this podcast stuff, please feel free to do so. Anyways, last question before I wrap this up is, how did you manage meeting your goals and maintaining a normal lifestyle eating now? I'm going to be quite honest again here. I probably hibernated for about two to three years um, while I was dealing with like the whole eating scenario and actually as well kind of when I was binging because I couldn't comprehend going out I couldn't go out at all I couldn't eat out with my friends and any of my friends will tell you this um but I also lost a lot of friends through the whole eating disorder because I couldn't really do anything I couldn't go out um because I couldn't track it or I couldn't weigh the food etc and then also back then it kind of ruined my relationship as well um and that's not I don't even think he knows that to be quite honest but it definitely ruined my relationship because I couldn't do anything with him either. Um, couldn't go out, couldn't eat out. Like, really had a hard time coming out of my routine, to be quite honest. Like, I f- was so anxious if I ever had to go out of my routine. So if I ever had to basically leave where I lived and the area that I lived and couldn't be home for, like, a certain meal time, uh, I just could I couldn't do it. My, my anxiety levels would be through the roof. Um... And it used to make me so angry as well. Like, it used to make me so angry if somebody made me come out of my routine. I know, skitty behaviour. Again, we'll talk more about that as well. But yes, lost friendships kind of ruined a relationship on me as well. So it's only in, like, the last year 
that I am actually starting to live a really, really balanced lifestyle and I wouldn't change it for the world. It is fucking fantastic. So yeah, I think that is kind of like my first episode finished and kind of wrapped up. If there's anything that I've spoke about though in this episode that people want to obviously know more about, I think I have like my next few episodes kind of have an idea of what I want to do but if anybody wants me to cover or answer any more questions that I haven't already answered or that I haven't really covered in a lot of depth and um, please shoot me a message but also if anybody has any recommendations about podcasts and kind of maybe how to make things better because again I'm super grateful for anybody who actually gives me the time of day to listen to this um, and I don't think people realize that it's obviously a lot to ask people to actually listen to you um again why i didn't want to make this super long but again thank you and like i said shoot me a message um if anybody has any recommendations or questions